I, I think this is the best habit, both a habit of failure, but also being able to communicate with your team. I, th- I think this is the best. I like from my experience, it's the best thing. And I would definitely recommend young me, uh, the first business I started to just do that. I was a software engineer. I knew nothing about business. My business did okay considering, uh, but it would have done so much better if I spoke all the languages of business. Are you ready to hear business stories and learn effective ways to build relationships, generate sales, and level up your business from awesome CEOs, entrepreneurs, and founders without listening to a long, long, long interview? If so, you've come to the right place. Gresh values your time and is ready to share with you the valuable info you're in search of. This is the I Am CEO Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the I Am CEO Podcast, and I have a very special guest on the show today. I have Danny Forrest of DannyForrest.com. Danny, it's awesome to have you on the show. Thanks for having me. Definitely. Super excited to have you on. The pleasure's all ours. And before we jump in, into the interview, I want to read a little bit more about Danny so you can hear about all the awesome things that he's doing. And inspired by Richard Branson, Elon Musk, and Leonardo da Vinci, Danny has succeeded in a variety of fields, including software engineering, writing, photography, game designing, and many more. He's continually improving his skill set by learning three skills every month. Danny, are you ready to speak to the IMCL community? Yeah, let's do it. Awesome. Let's do it then. So to kind of kick everything off, I, I wanted to rewind the clock a little bit, hear a little bit more on how you got started. Could you take us through what I call your CEO story? We'll let you get started with all the awesome work you're doing. Yeah, it really started from exactly what you mentioned before, the three skills a month. Um, it was in October to 2017. I was in Cambodia and I was working remotely and I felt like I didn't learn as much as I thought I could learn. I, I was a software engineer for a long time. I figured that what if software engineering for some reason stops being that, that important and I'm going to, I'm going to need to find new skills to, uh, to be relevant in the future. Right. And so I decided, you know what, I'm going to try this new approach. I'm going to learn three skills this month and I'm going to be deliberate about it. I'm going to practice every morning uh, and see what happens. And, and I chose skills that I thought I could never do like drawing, for example, as a deeply logical person. So you know what, I'm going to try this. I'm going to shatter my, my beliefs that I can't do it. Uh, and it happened in eight days. After eight days of drawing every day, I was like, wow, I should have a drawing that, I mean, it's not professional, but it's already so much better than I thought it could be. And so I figured, you know what? After the month, I had such awesome results that I decided, I decided you know what? I'm going to keep doing that for the next month and the next month and the next month. And I kept doing that over and over again. And I did that for a full year uh, nonstop. And I did it again the next year, uh, with, uh, a bit of breaks <laughs> sometimes, but I realized during that time that, uh, you can learn so much more than you think you can. And we live in an age where there's just so much information about everything. And it's, it's actually become harder to learn things because there's information you can't trust and you can't make sense of all this information. And through all the skills that I've learned, I've realized that there are better ways to get that knowledge, to get all these skills into one place. And that's basically how I started the company, um, building Skill-Up Academy to basically solve this issue of there's just too much out there and you don't know where to start. Um, so the, yeah, that's how I started. Nice. I, I definitely appreciate that. Absolutely love that story. I'm, I'm a big, like, I like to learn things, you know, type of person as well, too. And I almost feel like you have to be in this world and the way things that are changing. But it sounds like, and definitely correct me if I'm wrong, it sounded like 
um, I guess you start to build within you yourself a certain, I guess, self-confidence, but also maybe even resilience as well, too, because I heard you say, oh, yeah. I didn't think I could do this. And then you saw yourself after 30 days or a month be able to accomplish that. I feel like that is something that translate, even though the skills are different, it has to translate into each new thing that you take on or different things that we're kind of that are kind of being thrown at us. Certainly, certainly. And one of the things that that basically the cool thing about this is basically the habit of failure that you're mm. building. People are afraid of failure. People don't want to start new things. And this applies to CEOs too, right? They're afraid of trying new things, things that work. You just keep doing it and you get better at it. But the habit of failure is what gives you the confidence to try something out, to, to do something else and, and like not give up the moment that you try. And that has been probably one of the best habit I've built in the end. It was just the habit of failure, not even the habit of learning. The habit of failure was actually the most important part. Yeah, that's absolutely huge. And I think that anytime, you know, you're trying to blaze trails or do something different, especially you have to have that skill because you have to be okay with being uncomfortable, being okay with not knowing and still continuing mm -hmm. on and understanding that, hey, I, I may not be where I want to be, but I'm probably um, a little bit better than I was a week ago or a day ago and so on and so exactly. forth. And when you can start to celebrate those wins, that's when you start to really, I guess, leverage that, that ultimate skill more than anything else. Absolutely. Absolutely. Awesome. awesome. So pe pe people think it's like it happens in one jump, right? Like yeah. You learn and you become good. No, no. Like, you don't remember in school. Like it took time to get to where you are. And, and as soon as you accept the fact that things take time is when you appreciate the small wins, like you said. Yeah, it's so funny you said that because I, I used to work with kids and they were like, you know, four to five year olds. And mm -hmm. so many times like teaching them how to throw like I used to be like kind of a, a PE teacher, I guess you could say, but teaching them how to throw a football and even to stand up. You take all those things for granted. There was once a time that we didn't know how to walk. There was once a time we didn't know how to do all these things. So what you said resonated with me so much more because I only got that realization from seeing sometimes kids and not being able to do Absolutely. it to realize I, you come a lot farther than sometimes we take give ourselves credit. Yeah, yeah. I have a, a nine month old son, uh, nine month today. No, in, in like four days. Nice. Uh, and yeah, he's crawling and all that. But like, he didn't at first, right? Even turning was was a challenge. And, and it's exactly as you said, we take that for granted. Mm -hmm. uh, but when people think of skills, they only see like the skill itself. But the reality is every skill has prerequisites uh, that we don't realize. Uh, things as simple as uh, if we think about basketball, for example, uh, unless you know how to run properly, you're actually not going to be a good basketball player. If you don't know how to jump properly, you're not going to be a good basketball player. Uh, and it's true of every skill, uh, not just motor skills, but intellectual skills as well. And, and that's the kind of stuff that in Skill Up Academy, I'm trying to like really put forward for every skill. So that like when you go on, on YouTube, for example, and you're like, oh, best way to learn whatever skill, you come, you come across something, you're like, I can't do it. Why is that? It's supposed to be the best way. But the reality is they assume that you have previous knowledge. They just don't mention it. So there's like this web of, of skills that's related. That's completely invisible to everyone. The rules are like we create the rules. They don't, they don't exist. It's, it's not a game. And so we got to figure it out. And again, that's what I'm trying to do with Scale Up Academy. Make this more, uh, this network more obvious.
Yeah, that's absolutely huge. I, I love that phrase. Every skill has a free reservoir. And so many times we, we we don't realize what those are, especially if we become experts or become really good at it. Sometimes it's the hardest to be able to kind of, you know, teach other people how to do that because we have perfected this, those pre-reservate skills that we didn't even realize were there. So I love that you're, you're, you're um, kind of looking at that in the academy. So can you take us through a little bit more of what we can find there and how exactly you're doing that and working with the clients you have? Yeah, it's been evolving quite a bit. Uh, so the, like what you see today is actually what was different last week. Mm -hmm. So uh, we were, we started being more about like training and, and like performing uh, the skills and, and showing you how to do things. Uh, it was, it was a tough business to get people to do stuff. Uh, people, people have the habit of like going more for, for knowledge than for, for practice. Uh, and so we evolved more into through, through time, we collected so much data on skills that we've kind of evolved more into a, a database or search engine mm -hmm. for skills, like any type of metadata that you can find. Uh, I had a client that was asking about like the life cycle of, of some skills they were investing, investigating. And that's the kind of information that's not readily available for a wide variety of skills. And so we went through our catalog of 400 skills and, and figured out the life cycle of them. Are they emerging? Are they uh, dying? Are, you, are they in growth? Uh, and so you can find all that information. Uh, the benefits of learning things, sometimes it's not obvious. Like, is it worth my time to learn this? Uh, am I going to get a job? Am I going to be... Um, better at manual stuff? Am I going to be more intellectual in these things? Uh, am I going to be able to learn some other types of music by doing that? So we make, we try to make all these connections again. Uh, and recently we started adding jobs too. So what kind of jobs can you get with the, with the skills that, that you're looking at? Uh, and so uh, I, I feel like that's going to be a bigger part of, of uh, Skill Up Academy. Uh, there's more money in, in uh, professional skills versus personal skills. Uh, which is a, a very recent lesson uh, and the reason for the pivot. Yeah, that's absolutely huge. Do you feel like that was what you would consider to be like your secret sauce? It could be for yourself or the academy or combo of both. Is it that ability to understand, I want to say the forest for the trees to understand these prerequisite skills that you're able to build, not only help you in the skill you're trying to learn, but so many others. Yeah. And it's, I, I feel like, like for CEOs, especially is really like, for me, the most important thing is to uh, understand your team, understand understand every part of your team. And, and by having this habit of learning new things every time and building your library of skills, you get to actually speak the same language as the people who work for you. And I think this is, this is absolutely uh, amazing. I can talk to people doing e-commerce. I can talk to people doing uh, marketing. I can talk to artists and we all speak the same language. Well, at least depending on where we communicate, we speak the same language. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's that's huge. And I think in this day and age, I say so many times we forget about like the human aspect of business, but really understanding those skills, getting to learn those foundational skills allows us that opportunity, as you said, so well, be able to communicate in people in different ways and different forms and different fashions. So I believe that's absolutely huge. And, and so I wanted to switch gears a little bit. And I want to ask you for what I call that CEO hack, which it could be like an app, a book or a habit that you have. Is there something that you feel like makes you more effective and efficient in addition to, to everything that you've uh, been mentioning today? Yeah, there's one thing I, I've been uh, been doing for uh, quite some time now. I've started seven businesses uh, and many projects in, in those companies. And one thing I do pretty much every time I start a new project is I apply what I call the 150 rule. Mm -hmm. And the 150 rule is basically uh, you ask yourself one question. 
And that is, what can I do in one day that's going to achieve 50% of the results we're looking for? So people think, think big. It's okay to think big, right? But when you think big on a project, 100% of the results, like you think, oh, I got to build this software. I got to build this and this and this. And, and like you do a timeline, you like do like a bunch of project and like tasks and, and you realize this is going to take a year. <laughs> this is going to take a year. This is going to cost that much. But this rule forces you to think about the results very, very, like in very like small details right, and right. figure out what is the 50% that's, that I can do in one day and release today. At the end of the day, I start this morning and I release at the end of the day. What can I do? Nice. So I wanted to ask you now for what I call a CEO nugget. So that could be a word of wisdom or piece of advice. It might be something you would tell a client or if you hopped into a time machine, you might tell your younger business self. Yeah, I would go with uh, what we talked about, like continuous learning with uh, multiple skills a month. Uh, just, I, I think this is the best habit, both a habit of failure, but also being able to communicate with your team. I, th- I think this is the best. I've like, from my experience, it's the best thing. And I would definitely recommend young me, uh, the first business I started to just do that. I was a software engineer. I knew nothing about business. My business did okay, considering, uh, but it would have done so much better if I spoke all the languages of business. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Danny, truly appreciate that. I appreciate um, all the awesome things you're doing. I want to ask you now my absolute favorite question, which is the definition of what it means to be a CEO. And we're hoping our different quote unquote CEOs on the show. So Danny, what does being a CEO mean to you? I'm not sure if this is going to be boring or not as an answer, but uh, for me, being a CEO really is about like just solving problems people have, like true problems people have. Uh, and it's about the people, right? Uh, and even I have to remind myself of this every day. I like as entrepreneurs uh, and CEOs, like you, you, you like to work on your things. Uh, and, and sometimes you forget the, the end customer, but really like being a really good CEO is thinking about the customer and like making the experience the best and solving the problem. I truly appreciate that definition and I appreciate your time even more. What I wanted to do is just pass you the mic, so to speak, just to see if there's anything additional you can let our readers and listeners know. And of course, how best they can get hold of you, find out about the Academy and all the awesome things that you're working on. Yeah. Don't forget to learn. <laughs> don't forget to continue learning. There's a, I don't know how much time I have, but I uh, mm-hmm. go for it. Yeah. There, there's a concept I've been writing about um, since last year, which is the, the, the skill inflation. So a lot of people are familiar with inflation in terms of like money, in terms of like investing and that kind of stuff. But when it comes to uh, when it comes to skill, it's actually very much a reality that no one's talking about. And disruptions in jobs are are happening more and more. Uh, It's going to grow a lot more, too. Like they predict that. So currently uh, to succeed at your job, you need about 10, uh, 11 different skills to be able to do it. They're predicting that by. Five years from now, you're going to need 21 already. And so if you don't learn these extra skills, you're basically going to be left behind. And, and there's, a, there's definitely some books that talk about that stuff and um, about, about like getting left behind, about like a, a useless class, uh, some people call it. And so learning and taking, like, taking some time out of your day, 30 minutes is, is good enough. And, and at least it's a good start. It's a good start to build a habit. And that's the only way that you're going to be able to try, thrive in the future, really. So think about the skill inflation. Yeah, absolutely. And people that want to get a hold of you, what's the best way for them to do that? All right. Uh, yeah, they can go to my website, uh, dannyforce.com. 
and I've got a, a cute little uh, chat bubble, uh, which I do reply to. Um, otherwise, uh, I'm actively working on SkillUp Academy now. So it's uh, skillup-academy.com. Yeah, we definitely redirect and we'll update any information in the show notes as well, too, if uh, you let us know. And um, I, I truly appreciate that that skill of inflation reminder as well, too. I have not heard about that, but it makes perfect sense when you think about all the skills that people are having. And sometimes they have them. I don't want to say innately, but you having to stay ahead and stay relevant, you have to have all of those main skills, but also those kind of ancillary skills. I think we talked about as well, too. So oh, if you have that mentality of always learning, having that curiosity and continue to try to do that, um, it's going to allow you to be successful and, and probably even to, to um, you know, go to an entirely different level in this future economy. So um, truly appreciate that, uh, Danny. Appreciate your time and all the awesome things you're building as well, too. And I hope you have a great rest of the day. Thank you for listening to the I Am CEO podcast powered by CB Nation and Blue 16 Media. Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. I Am CEO is not just a phrase, it's a community. Get your driven CEO gear at ceogear.co. This has been the I Am CEO podcast with Gresham Harkless Jr. Thank you for listening.